Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever, a podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them, with your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible films and the people who love them. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. And, uh, and we also have... I'm, I'm here and I'm furious. In the booth. I'm, not, I'm not bringing the movie this time. No, no we're, we're, we're not. breaking format a little bit, but not really. This is always something we intended to do. We always right. knew this day, would, one this day of, would come. One of us would bring a film and then have somebody on to argue against it. And Dave has brought a film today that he wants to defend. <sighs> I have. I have brought the movie Jaws the Revenge. Which is the fourth the, of the Jaws, the fourth Jaws series. film. The third sequel. The third sequel. The fourth most important Jaws film. Yeah. I would say this is the second best Jaws film out of all the really? Jaws films. Because yes. I would call it the worst time I've the, ever had on my couch. It's the best <laughs> sequel to Jaws. I, I need to... <laughs> A lot of twisted shit has happened on that couch. So you watched this recently. I watched it. A minimum two and a half times since about midnight last night. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so you've absorbed it all. That's good. I've absorbed Which is, so much of this movie. It's weird it's to me that you've absorbed it and you through, don't like through it. Through hate osmosis. I'm interested to hear what you like about this. You defending this movie makes me mad this podcast exists. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to. I cannot be. It can't be any worse than Chet doing gone fishing. That's true. This, uh, first of all, I want to say there's been a lot of people maybe doing bits on this. There's been a lot of movies that we've all agreed aren't the worst movie ever, like um, Batman Forever. We all enjoyed that. Yeah, we all like Batman Forever. Um, we all recognize that it's bad. Yeah, and I, I can recognize there are problems with Jaws: The Revenge. Um, I, I have to start, and this is a bad way to start. The ba- a bad way to start is I'm defending Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. Well, Continue. Uh, the, yeah, the, the bad the, thing the, about the it thing. is it's a bad movie. Here's the thing, is that there shouldn't have been any sequels to Jaws. I think everyone would agree with that. Yes. I, I have this weird relationship with the Jaws. Jaws is my favorite movie, but I also like to watch the sequels because, to me... It, like in my mind, they don't have anything to do with the original movie. Like right, they I, don't those ruin are, it. Those exist in separate hemispheres of my brain. I and the sequels to me are like slasher movies, like dumb '80s slasher movies. Right, so I just watch them with that mentality. But Jaws: The Revenge is the worst one. I would say it's the best. I would also say that um, the, the best sequel, the best sequel to Jaws. Jaws. Okay, the <laughs> right. best, the best Ooh. of a series of sequels that shouldn't <laughs> about happen. To get out of my chair. <laughs> um, and I would compare this also to the Jurassic Park series. Didn't shouldn't have made sequels. They made sequels. Do you feel that the fourth Jurassic Park film is the best Jurassic Park? No, sequel? I'm going to say that the fourth Jaws film is way better than the fourth Jurassic Park film, which is Jurassic World. And I I hate this type of argument, oh, but. Uh, part of this has to do with living in a world where a movie like Jurassic World makes so much money is praised, whereas a movie Jaws the Revenge is hated when it tries to actually be a proper fourth film to the Jaws franchise. Because that is my first point of why I enjoy this film, is that it was made by someone who is tasked with making a fourth Jaws film and did not get lazy about it. He did what you could do with a Jaws film, which is 
you start with the thought of, okay, how do we make a Jaws 4, right? How do you make a Jaws 4? <laughs> yeah. Because you, you need to make a Jaws 4. Someone Hold has on. asked you to make Jaws well, 4. Hold on. How Let's do you make Jaws 4? Pause for a moment. Do you... You said he didn't get lazy about making a... a I do not believe he was lazy about it. Do you recall the scene when the shark is chasing Michael Brody, played by Lance Guest, out of the mini-sub, and he chases him through that wrecked ship, and the shark comes bursting into the side of the wrecked Which ship. Which is a really good shot. And is trying to bite him. You, so you recall the scene that I, that I him to. burst The shark bursting through the wrecked ship, that shot of the shark bursting through with hitting the ladder is a good shot, and then he proceeds to use his oxygen tank to rocket himself to the surface, which is later stolen by Deep Blue Sea, which I would... And also, from that depth, probably would have killed him. Sure, and in the original Jaws, the oxygen tank shouldn't have exploded. My right? point, my point sure. is, right? is when... There's, there's unrealistic things in my, all of these movies. My point is, is, the, is, is in that scene, you can see all of the cables coming out of the shark's stomach. <laughs> and you can see them clearly. Just when ate a bunch of cables, when bro. It's, when it's trying to bite Michael, and it's the it's the shot looking at them, and Michael's here, and the shark's here, and you know it's looking sort of down the hull of the ship, and the shark is almost on its side. You can see all of the pneumatic tubes and stuff that make the puppet work. It's tough doing animatronics. Would you call the original Jaws perfect in terms of animatronics? I would say that we never saw the fucking gimbal it's sitting on. All right, that's fair. Like. So, but anyways, I, I, continue. I, but here's the thing: <laughs> when I'm saying that he wasn't lazy, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about because I would argue that the the reshoots at the end are bad. Um, they look bad. bad, and there's a lot of uh, shots that could have been better. You I'm talking see, you about can, you can see the I'm talking about ocean. S- I'm doing air quotes. You can see the ocean splashing, splashing against, against the, backdrop. the backdrop. It's amazing. Like. No, I'm talking about the fact that the story isn't lazy. That he needed it's to make Jaws for the sure, story is but it's Jaws for what is the story? What is tell us the right. story? Yes. Tell the us story the story is about grief. It's about grief and anger. That's tell why us, it's called Jaws okay, and the, the Revengeful Shark. Yeah, and the shark isn't the venge, isn't the re- revenge. Paul Kersey the shark. That. It's Charles Brody. Bronson the fish. It's it follows no, no. her to the Bahamas. The story is about Ellen Brody, who up until this moment has spent all the Jaws films being um kind of on the sidelines just sort of worrying while her husband goes out to fight this shark so right away we we follow a female protagonist an older female protagonist we don't see that in movies much being a fucking action star um that that alone is great she gets a chance (laughs) that's That's a a stretch that's a stretch to call this film an action she explodes a shark with a boat i mean that's that's pretty cool that's a pretty cool thing to do and the shark represents her grief she's exploding her grief all over um her family she's um, also sorry, exploding the shark ahead. that's been hunting her family yes from where was she before new york right yeah massachusetts right? yeah somewhere uh, amity it's new um, england yeah it's new england and then the shark and so the movie opens. finds out she's going to the Bahamas. Yeah, the shark. Saw, I guess the shark saw her receipt. Well, I guess the, the travel agency there was an original version of this where the shark was involved in some sort of voodoo. Um, there was like yeah. a voodoo priest who cursed the family. Glad they didn't do that. Why did they curse the family? <laughs> so the ev- well, that's why they didn't on. put it. In. The events of the film is that Chief Brody has died. 
Chief Brody has died young. I would he argue that a, this movie ignores the events sometimes of at least the, Jaws 3. I think it in, ignores Jaws 2, definitely. And or we, Jaws 3. I don't we, know about Jaws 2. We start on the young new Chief, Brody's son, and they kind of identify him as sort of seeming like the hero. Um, well, we start on the title sequence, which I really like. I like the – it's a weird note, but I really like the title Jaws the Revenge when it comes up on screen because the font is very weird and kind of original. Um, they didn't just take the Jaws poster font and slap it on there. Like the director made a bold choice just on the look of the film right away. Are you arguing bold font choices? <laughs> yes. In this movie? I thought I really, I really appreciate the font. The font? Of the title. The fucking It's font? like a cool like 70s cursive. Um, and then. It's bad. It's great. It's a bad title choice. It's a good. To- it's it's not. It's that's, that's a bad font. I think it's a great font. <laughs> I disagree. I really I really enjoy that. Continue. Font. And then the we start we start the on the Brody son, and he's the new sheriff, and we feel we think like, okay, is this who we're following? Is this our hero? And he gets immediately murdered in what I would describe as a very effective sequence. Um, of him screaming for help while carolers are singing. Singing the first Noel. I yeah. will say that I, I did would like find that, that yeah. a very I effective. For, I forever associate violent shark death with the first Noel because I saw this movie when I was like six. Exactly. It came out I like saw it as a kid too. Yeah. And I would, I would argue that and the banana boat sequence are both very well done death sequences. Um, and so again, this is, this is the only two in the film. Sure, but yeah. how many are in the original Jaws? Six. Really? Um, well, I, so okay. this this movie is a third of everything of the original <laughs> Jaws, basically. I would say we should not judge a Jaws film by how many shark attacks are in it. Especially a film like this, which I think <laughs> is focused more on... Because here's the thing. is I don't think, and I know this I'll is controversial s- to say, I don't think it's about the shark this movie i think it's about her grief it's not the shark is not in it that much exactly it doesn't need to be well but here's the thing it's not but it is because it's always there it's always haunting her she has the nightmares about i'll say it. Yeah, it's always haunting her because it's literally following it her is literally around the stalking world. her right but um but the movie is really about how she deals with grief and right how a she goes deals she, with grief. Sean Brody gets eaten by a shark, and what I I think we all agree on that that sequence is actually pretty good. All right, so that's right. a point for Jaws. That is a really that's a brutal until the scene where you see him with no arm. That's and it's like oh that arm it's just tucked in your coat. Dude. Yeah, You're fine. it's it's just, hard to do armless. In sure. And then later sure Michael Caine makes a joke about uh, a dude playing piano with one arm, like while they're at dinner. I don't know I if he knew was the very details, tasteless, very insensitive. Yeah. Very insensitive of Michael Caine. But Michael Caine is Michael in this Caine. film, by the way. Yeah, and Michael Caine is a very important part of this movie. The, yeah, uh, he's the drug runner she falls in love with. Yes, he represents. <laughs> that was that was that that plot detail was actually in a version of this film, and they removed it. Yeah, like that's why. Well, it's they, it's pretty heavily implied that he's a they drug it, runner. Yeah, they remove any direct reference to it, so it, it can be a little confusing, particularly when you're like when I was a little kid, I never made that connection. Yeah. yeah. I just thought Michael didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, as a kid, you're like, "Oh, he he runs laundry." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. He represents <laughs> the opposite of Chief Brody. He's a he's a middle-aged he's a middle-aged British white man with an airplane in the Bahamas. Like he's flying cocaine back yeah. and forth. That's what he's doing. This movie if nothing else made me want to go back and look at what the state of Michael Caine's career was at this time that he was taking Jaws this the Revenge. This is a fun tidbit for you. He won 
an Academy Award for Hannah and Her Sisters in 88, but missed the ceremony. He wasn't uh, able to attend to receive his Academy Award because he was in the Bahamas <laughs> filming Joss the Revenge. Worth it. <laughs> it Worth was... it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So no. yeah, his career wasn't in a good place at that. Point. I, th- I think, uh, I think Hannah and her sister was like unexpected, an unexpected win for him. Wow, and then interesting. It kinda, then it kind of came. So he came back for a little bit, and then he kind of waned a little bit in the early '90s, and now he's back. He's I think this was just one of his best moments. Because <laughs> Definitely, he, Michael Caine has said in his one of his autobiographies, he says like. I can't remember exactly how he phrased it, but he was like, do I regret doing Jaws Revenge? Like, I look at the house it paid for, and I'm like, no, I don't regret doing Jaws Revenge. No, he, he, said, he said, I never saw the movie, but I did see the house it bought, uh, and it, it's glorious. Um, but I don't think he needs to Very be ethical of you, Michael Caine. I like because that. Because there's only one of Sometimes other... you got to do a rubber shark movie, man. Yeah. yeah. What do you want? Look like only... a felt shark. The shark looks very bad in this film. Yeah, that's one the thing. The shark has never looked good. But it looks progressively worse. Yeah, it seems like it gets spe- worse. They spend, because they have made get less They spend money less money on it, yeah. Um, but, okay. But Michael Caine is very important. Because Michael Caine, Michael Caine represents the opposite of Cher- Sheriff Brody. You- he's a criminal. He takes risks. The whole point of he's a gambler who loses often. And he's exactly what Ellen Brody needs at this time. Because Ellen Brody is terrified of risk, terrified of the water. She's acting like her, her, her late husband in that regard. And Michael Caine is there to sort of start. She, she's inspired by him to be take more risks and to not let her grief and her fear overtake her. It's a very important role in this is his character. And it's two old people fucking. Like, that's great. That's the what's, uh, what's of his not role. to love. That's a, I wonder how old was he when this. Because I feel like, oh, yeah, Michael like Caine. 50. It's like 50. Really? Let's look at it. He Let's looked it. great. Yeah. yeah, he looks great. It's it, funny to go back and watch that because as a kid, you know, I'm watching that movie and I'm like, oh, there's this. He's kind of old. He's kind of older. And yeah. I go back and watch it and I'm like, man, Michael Caine looks young in this movie. I want to back Young up, Michael Caine. Yeah, can you through. back up and just tell me the fucking events of the film? All right. <laughs> without... So yeah. the brother dies, and yeah. um, the first scene after that... Oh, sorry. No, this is the first scene before the brother died. I want This is pretty important in terms of story. Um, when she's cooking the fish, and he's cooking vegetables, and, and, and his brother calls, and we establish the brother in the Bahamas. We establish the little girl. All the characters are there. In the first scene, we, we get every every character that isn't a side character. So. He's like 54. And I want to say all the characters are introduced within 24 minutes of this movie. It's a very tight, tight story. Um, There's not a lot of characters. That's true. Yeah. That's neither a positive nor negative. It's a statement of fact that yeah. there's not a lot of characters in this film. They establish the island in Christmas. They, they talk about the cow tipping to the sheriff, which is very reminiscent of the original Jaws with the kids karate chopping the fence. You remember that? Where it's like, okay, small town, small problems. <laughs> and I would, I would argue that this movie spends a lot of time reflecting the original Jaws. Which, again, is Oh, you would argue when it, when, of, it, when it literally shows us a sepia-toned several. clip of the original film? Yeah. yeah. In place of having actual emotion be conveyed by its actors? I think that conveys emotion. I think the whole uh, I, which 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 Sepiatone are you do either one about? when it's uh, Chief Brody playing with Sean or when it's Chief Brody. Uh, I thought a, that an was a, wonderful. An event, an event that she didn't witness. Yeah, that's what she, she has totally all of does these, witness. She has she? all of She's these watching. flashbacks. She in watch, the movie. She watches Brody play with the kid. She doesn't see Brody shoot the shark in the face and kill it. 
And she no, doesn't but see I, her son die, but she like I has all the these flashbacks. Yeah. I, I was thinking of those as conveying her emotions in a way that was a little more abstract. Because that's one way to put it. No, because like she's thinking about those things. She might have yeah. not have been there for it, but how else are they gonna uh, do that at that moment? Like, they're not gonna show her like shots of her like waiting at home for Brody to come back during that scene. <laughs> that would have been an interesting. Yeah, and yeah. even that, all of that stuff. She's thinking seemed... about her son dying. She's thinking about Brody dying. The shark is this this grief that's been pent up in her and and has haunted her family. So to deal with it, they go to the Bahamas. And she attacks it to frolic on. along, frolic around in the water. You're, but well, her, 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 shark. her son is her here? son is killed by a shark. Yeah, that's not a metaphor. Yeah, I guess not. But <laughs> like, it, it can't just be one big metaphor, right? <laughs> like it's got it. There's got to be a shark. You're making jaws for. But you you can try to but make no. put an effort in there and make it a metaphor at the same this, time. You, the, make this it mean movie something. started with a voodoo curse, <laughs> but it doesn't have the voodoo curse in it. They thought it should. <laughs> it would make more the, sense. The novelization still has it though. Yeah, I mean, we could pick apart the logic of why the family keeps getting attacked by sharks, but that's like. It's implied that this dinosaur shark like, is it's, following it's, them. Yeah, and that's something we have to accept. It's not in implied. The film. It's made very clear. And she has this them. like shark sense when it's coming. There's all these scenes yeah, where she just like pops when up she, like yeah, a fucking building, drug dog. Yeah, when she's building the sandcastle. Yeah, it's like she hears it roar in the, <laughs> the sandcastle, <laughs> which perfectly uh, it, it represents the, the the conflict of the moment of the, the this this castle the secure thing and the water is just coming in on it slowly it's it's they thought about it i'm i'm saying that they they put thought and effort. i feel like you thought about this movie more than they i think you're doing a lot of the movie's work for it (laughs) like joseph Sargent, the director what else he made hamburger hill is that right i don't know i don't know anything about this. he made i know that he made some other movie i think it was hamburger hill that was like critically regarded so much so that the fact that he was making a jaws for i seem to remember uh articles from the time people were being like really (laughs) (laughs) why are you making the jaws for are you saying that he's a he's a good director because i would believe that from uh, jaws for judging from this movie i think i think (laughs) i think he's a good i think he had some esteem or some regard behind him at the time enough enough so that people thought it was very strange that he was going to make this film which was a critical and commercial failure. Yeah, which is a shame. But I mean, you shouldn't make you shouldn't make these this many Jaws movies. Like, yeah, they sh- they definitely. They I agree that this movie should not have been made. Yeah, and yes. uh, but I um, I argue in in the in the best version of our our theme here, best bad movie ever, is that this is a filmmaker, a competent filmmaking filmmaker making the best of a bad situation it de- which it, is making a fourth jaws movie that should never exist it does come across like a student film do you know what i mean like it, it does i do not it comes across like somebody who is trying to do all of the things that you're insisting that it's doing it is doing but isn't doing them well it's it's focusing it's trying to be it's trying to be a real movie like you could easily make a Jaws four where you could have made it like Jaws three, I guess, where it's like ah the, jo- the shark's even bigger, the setting's weirder, and it's just death and mm-hmm. and and destruction. But in this one, he wanted to focus. Like there's a lot of focus on the characters 
and the dynamics yeah, and friendships true. between that the characters. True. Like it's about the people. It's not just it's not about the shark. <laughs> it's about this grieving woman. It's why it's a bad Jaws movie. <laughs> I would argue that the original Jaws is about the people as well. Um, obviously, it's a better movie. It does a better job at all these things, but it's. You know, like some of the most classic scenes in the original Jaws is like them all on the boat just getting drunk together, right? Like it's it's these friendships, it's these people, it's it's the, the, the personality clashes, and like for a lot of Jaws, a lot of reason I like the original Jaws has nothing to do with the shark. Yeah, and the shark barely right. is in it or seen in it. Yeah, you don't see it, and that's why I like a lot of uh, Jaws: The Revenge. Is because they they make it about the people who was whose lives have been touched by the shark getting revenge in this movie. She was. It's about it's about her feeling this need for revenge and this grief and this fear against the shark. Not, that's not subtext though. That's very clear. I didn't say it was subtext. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking who's getting revenge. It's Jaws the revenge. It's not Jaws getting revenge. Although you could argue that it's you two can, families. It's, why it's two is feuding families. Why the is shark family the shark family and the Brody family? Why the is the family. shark hunting this family? Do they I mean maybe there's revenge. some connection that we don't <laughs> Maybe there's a connection we don't understand beyond <laughs> us um that's deep in, into I, some call it It's there's a God, line um, there's a line in Jaws like, 2. It's, Okay. <laughs> There's a line of dialogue in Jaws 2 where I think must have been the concept for this film because it's when the killer whale washes up on the beach in Jaws right. 2 and he's asking the doctor questions about could it have been a shark? And she's like, well, maybe it would have to be a big ass shark because it's a killer whale. And, and then he's like, could, could one shark, like if one shark was killed, could like another shark sense it and come take its place? And right. she just kind of looks at him and it's like, sharks don't take revenge. <laughs> but somebody in saw that do. scene and was like that's our sequel mm -hmm. that's our sequel what and if they did i would argue that uh, yeah uh, a, a a producer probably brought like uh -huh. greenlit this film under that idea is like okay the sharks are taking revenge and then this director did he also write it i think he wrote it um, i don't know uh took what it was a, a very cheesy idea for a fourth movie and gave it layers and made it more than what it needed or deserved to be this absolutely needed that voodoo curse yeah that voodoo that's the curse. that's the only thing that explains that shark's behavior <laughs> is that it's it's a curse and this family has been cursed to be hunted by sharks no matter where they go there should have been land sharks in this there should mm. have been sharks with weapons yeah there should have like, you sharks. open the door and there's just a shark there street like, sharks ah, yeah that they should have just swung for the fences. It's that. either that because or it's I, all in her head. They did try. I feel like they were trying to make a really stupid movie into something bigger than that. Thank you. But so they failed point. horribly. Another point for Jaws 4. They, they failed so badly that I think it should have just been a stupid, over-the-top, Jaws-in-space type yeah. of sequel. <laughs> I think they Jaws did as good as, they, as good as you could do. That's not, that's still not a reason going in that direction. To defend this movie. I get what you're saying is that they could have leaned into the other way, but I don't think I don't think they were like I don't I'm not a fan of like the Sharknado, the ironic bad where they go over the top because that feels more that feels easier. That feels like anybody can do that. This person set yes, out to that. take Jaws 4 and try to make it a legitimate movie. And I really really respect that instinct. And I think that they did as good as you can for Jaws 4 
and in fact there's some scenes like the like the part at the beginning with the carolers there are some scenes that are memorable that add more and this again is why i find it the best of the jaws sequels because is there another death in jaws 2 or jaws 3 that stands out as being effective and being like actually kind of creepy or like the well no because then they i was gonna say the first guy that gets at and Jaws 3 is a little creepy, but then they cap it off of that floating arm. Right, yeah. Like, this is the first that felt like he, was, he wasn't going through the motions of just making a Jaws sequel. He was trying to make something that would cap off the series, this terrible series of sequels. Like, and, and it felt very smart to me to go back to Ellen Brody, to go back to Amity, to show all the same locations, to go back to the idea of the sheriff, and then to bring it from there to her grief and what she felt and start reflecting things from the original, how the son is kind of like the father um, with those sequences where he's playing with his daughter. Um, I thought the son was a, he was a very unlikable character to me. Like he didn't do shit on his research boat with Mario Van Peebles, except <laughs> stand there and just look shell shocked most of the time. He's a bit of a wet blanket, but I have like, no is... idea why he was on that boat. Mario Van Peebles didn't need him. And I didn't, the movie lost me the minute he suggested taking her to one of the uh, preeminent destinations for people who want to die by shark, which is the Bahamas. Why did he take her there to get over her grief? Well, and then they get there and open the, the barn door where the wife's working on the sculptures and it looks like a giant fucking shark's mouth. And it's like. I are you say, trying to make it worse for your mom? Yeah, like, are you trying to kill say, your mom? <laughs> a few things. One, he says there's never been a shark down in the Bahamas. Like, that's very rare. It seems like a good place to bring her, especially when they talk about money issues. <laughs> they could have just gone to New York or something. Well, Kansas, here's the bro. thing. Here's the thing. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've heard that criticism before. Can any of us just go to Kansas right now? Just, yeah. Just like, grab our parents <laughs> go to Kansas and stay there. Like they specifically talk about how they're on a grant and they have money issues. Like we talk about that, like that's easy, but he just, he lives in the Bahamas. That's it's either leave her in Amity or bring her home with him. That's all. And, and the, the, like the Bahamas probably doesn't have like a shark in it because it's the Bahamas. So it makes the most sense to bring her there. Yes. Going to Kansas would be preferable, but we act like he can just get on a plane and go to Kansas. Like you can't do that. So just leave her. <laughs> Just leave her in Amity where her brother just died? Bring her to the Bahamas is the best course of action well, in it's, that it's moment. It's insane that he doesn't take any fucking time. Like He's like, no, we're bad on money and we got this grant. It's like, your brother just got eaten by a shark. <laughs> because the movie is about how people grieve differently, which is symbolized with his character on the beach. The scene where he's in Amity with his wife. Oh, I know. And he runs off And he down starts the beach. running and she's, where are you going? And he's like, nowhere. nowhere. That's how he's dealing with grief. He's just running. He's just going. And so when he gets back home, he immediately starts working again. That's how he deals with grief as opposed to how his mother deals with grief. They show how all the characters, they show the little girl say like, oh, my uncle's dead. And like, she doesn't quite comprehend it. Right, it's yeah, very, he, she asks if he is She's very back. callous about it. Yeah, yeah because uh, she doesn't quite understand what death means at that point because she's a stupid little kid. Yeah. Um, and like... <laughs> she learns a thing or two about death she after this movie. Sure yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah she watches uh, that little girl's mom get cold. murdered on a banana boat. Well, no. <laughs> and then she watches and then she, her mom get murdered in, in real, real life. life. Yeah. 
Wait, that, whose mom? That the no, little that kid. Little kid. The little girl Dies. in the film got. Her. Oh God, we're talking about real life. We're talking about Let's not do that. Girl, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That's yeah. some dark shit. She got murdered in real life, a everybody. A very famous Also by suicide. a shark, weirdly enough. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Murder-suicide involving a shark. Involving a shark. Ate himself. <laughs> Which, uh, this is all going back. Uh, Which, by the way, Cameron. that bummed me out. I Googled her, and I was like, I know this kid is dead. Like, yeah. I, had no, I had no, like, watching the movie, I was like, that fucking kid's dead. I, and then was, I Googled it after and was like, yeah, sure it was a, It was a famous... You know, it was a famous case when it, because yeah, you know, like eighties, real fucked. Eighties kids in horror movies are like yeah, the pets in nineties movies, right, like the, they're all dead. The now. older sister in Poltergeist got strangled by her boyfriend, right? And yeah. the younger kid in Poltergeist kid died too. Died of like cancer. I think yeah. the rule is if you're watching a child in an eighties movie, don't Google that. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. they're dead yeah, or they wish they were dead. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was a. I, 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 you just got my dead kid sense is tingling. <laughs> <laughs> this kid is dead. Well, it's because they at the beginning of the movie they her credits. It's like introducing like she was such a talent that she was going to be in so much other shit. And then I had never heard the name before. <laughs> Oof! <laughs> the shark got her. The metaphorical <laughs> shark. The metaphorical <laughs> shark. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're starting to figure it out. It's a, he's a bad shark. He's, he's bad at killing people. He's bad at being a shark. But I think any shark that's killing people is bad at being a shark. He, he successfully kills a single. Well, this per, this one is trying to kill people. Yeah. We don't know that. What? 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 We don't. What? We can't. He presume. sets a trap for Sean at the beginning. <laughs> we can't presume to know what forces he are controlling the shark. He sets a trap, or it's a coincidence. It's not. We see the shark's point of view watching him. Yeah, but we see the shark's point of view in all the Jawses. Right, but it's we, it's motionless uh, in that. It's, it's he's watching him until he leans far enough over the boat, and then it comes at him. He's like, "I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna. I, I set this fucking trap. It's a good trap. It's a solid trap." And then they do later when they take the ferry out. They they have uh, Ellen crying on the ferry, um, which is the ferry from the original. And then they cut to the log on the side of the beach. I thought it was a very effective filmmaking. Before they then there's go to the Bahamas. When she has to identify Sean's body, mm-hmm. there's too much of that body. Yep. Yeah, they got a lot of it. They got a well, lot of it. Well, it seems like the shark uh, didn't eat him. He just mangled him. There he definitely should have been less of everyone that this shark attacked. Like Mario Van Peebles. We never... Mario Van Peebles is completely intact. They yeah. make up for... He doesn't even they, lose a dreadlock. Right, I want a movie about how he survived. They try And to why it. he fell off that rope in the first place. He, he just falls like, for no reason. He just gently places this thing in the shark's mouth and then goes, Oh, no, man! <laughs> and fucking falls into its mouth for no goddamn reason. <laughs> yeah, just no one's falls. helping him put this thing in the... Like every other thing they do, there's like someone holding a rope attached to him. And he's like, nah, I got it, man. And then just falls. I feel like a lot of that <laughs> had to do with reshoots or something where, like, there was a couple of shots where it felt like they had originally, like, very much confirmed, oh, he's dead. Like, when the shark, like, really chomps on him or something. And they <laughs> felt like they should have died. Yeah, of oh, yeah, he loss. absolutely should have died. And they it felt like they were, like, cutting around the fact that when they first shot it, it there was no question that he was dead fucking dead in that moment they have that one underwater water shot where, where he's, he's the punching he's like yeah. that's a reshoot that's definitely a reshoot which i as i mean i'm not a fan of the reshoots but again going back to making the best of a bad situation 
if you had shot the scene in a way that like a character absolutely has died getting eaten by a shark and then you were told like now you have to reshoot it in a way that they don't they they aren't they survive that that's as good as you can do that right but for what you've been tasked with the fact that they reshot it so he doesn't die makes this a very bad film like there's no reason all these people should have survived all of these shark attacks yeah there's michael kane shouldn't have survived like he should have drowned if nothing else i would say it's subverting the original film how long was michael kane underwater like he just comes back like 15 minutes later like no 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 no. you are no i suspect you are misrepresenting that scene (laughs) he comes back quickly after she she's crying and he gets out of the side it is implied that he dies also she's she's mad at michael not for coming out himself on the ocean as her son she's mad that he brought michael kane we should call him what he is hoagie Hoagie. named after his sandwich (laughs) his name i didn't like that his name is is call michael kane hoagie in a movie such a good michael kane name though I, lo- I I want that to be his real life nickname. Hoagie. <laughs> Hoagie. Oh, Hoagie Kane. Oh, Hoagie. <laughs> Hoagie Kane. I wonder if Michael Kane surviving was a reshoot. I I, I want to say no, just because there was a plenty of footage of him. There's a lot alive yeah. afterwards. But yeah, back to the shark being bad at killing people. It misses on the banana boat. Yeah, but it still gets it. it still misses the person it's aiming at. Well. Uh, how good do you think a shark can aim? Like I think it's pretty good. It's a blunt instrument. It's it's going for the banana boat. <laughs> Is it a blunt instrument? I think so. I don't think I think it's hard to aim when you're a shark. Especially like diving like have you ever bobbed for apples? It's that. But the opposite. Because it's, right, you're coming out of the you're water. You're coming out of the apples. water. Like, it's not an exact science, I don't but think. But you have a much a wider, like a human bobbing for apples. That's a very small mouth going after something. Like a shark can it's all mouth. Yeah. It's but just like mouth. it's a big clumsy slab of it's mouth. It's all jaws. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, you I get, get it? You see? You see they got the <laughs> fucking title? Yeah. Nice. 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 We're, going, we're going all the way to the White House. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't mind that it's bad at uh, killing because I would say the... And it can't even kill Mario Van Peebles. I don't think it's an when assassin. Mario Van Peebles it's, it's, jumps into his mouth. If well, it's maybe, not an assassin, okay, okay. why are Hold they on. trying to kill it? Hold on. If it's going... Okay, if it's specifically... Is, she, is this no, movie no, no, just no, about no, no, wanting no, no. to kill a shark hold on, hold on. because it killed <laughs> a shark? I'm getting the Mario Van Peebles thing because they, whether or not they knew it, they set it up at the beginning when, when he's in the submarine and the shark ignores Mario Van Peebles because it wants to kill the Brody family. And he says it. He says, like, it just swam right over me. So what if the shark, thinking that it was killing a Brody got Mario Van Peebles in its mouth and it was like, oh, this isn't a Brody and spat him out. Like that makes sense in the world of this film. That makes no sense in any world. (laughs) Well, all right. Is the shark trying to kill? It doesn't stop eating the other lady. (laughs) It was hungry, I guess. Like, and maybe it was like, okay, this isn't the little girl, but you know, I I skipped breakfast for this. Did anyone ever play the horrific video game that was spawned from this film? (laughs) Recently. Recently. (laughs) Very bad times. I don't mind it. I remember playing that game, and I don't think I had ever, I had seen Jaws Revenge, and I was like, "What fucking part of the Jaws universe <laughs> yeah, is this?" It is explicitly based on <laughs> Jaws: The Revenge. Like I don't remember the strobe light thing, which is the scene where he's letting off the strobe, and, and the, the shark, shark comes keeps roaring. going. Well, okay, hold on, hold on. He's electrocuting <laughs> the shark. 
They they put the that's why I'm, this is what Mario Van Peebles died for is putting the other end he of that didn't die. into the but he didn't almost die. died for is putting that and then they're setting it off and setting an electromagnetic shock thing. It's pseudoscience, but it's good enough. And the shark is roaring, which has a, has anybody in this room electrocuted a shark? Yeah, no. no? Sharks don't have. I'm just saying we don't know vocal cords. They we, don't don't have, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they do not possess the ability, or the they don't have the means to vocalize. I thought of it as less of like a vocal roar and more <laughs> of just like, like uh, like s- the sound of the agony coming out of it. Like I didn't think it was screaming. That's just the sound of pain. Yeah, sound of shark. I don't think sharks do that. <laughs> I don't think they do that. You could also argue that it's it's. In this moment, Ellen Brody demonizing the shark more because of her grief. That's sure. Okay. What was her plan going out on that boat? To die. It is unclear. I guess to die. To die. Her plan she was is gonna, to like, die. She was going to face it, but she had no means. She didn't care. It was about facing your fears and your grief and taking it head on, quite literally in this case, of her... Um, it was a very selfish act. Her, yes. Her son needs that boat yes. to survive. Which, by the way, is called Neptune's Folly. I googled the term Neptune's Folly because I wanted to see what kind of layers this film might have had. And Urban Dictionary describes that as when you poop and it splashes your butt cheeks. <laughs> yes. That is a perfect metaphor yeah. for this film. <laughs> Neptune's Folly. Should have been the name of this film. <laughs> also known as Poseidon's Jaws, Kiss. Neptune's Folly. <laughs> Did you say Posi- Poseidon's, Poseidon's Kiss? Kiss? That's Poseidon's the other Kiss. term for that. That's pretty great. <laughs> it's wonderful, yeah. Did a little little poop research last this night. Is- I did too, watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. This, every part of this movie is bad. Every part of this movie is an attempt to make a good thing out of a bad situation. But they don't. They don't make a good thing. Yeah, because it's Jaws 4 and it's tough to make uh, uh, a Jaws 4 movie appealing. But again, I would say out of all the Jaws sequels, this has the most exploration of characters. It expands the the, the franchise, the lore of it, more than any other it has the most effective death scenes, and it has the most heart of any of the Jaws sequels. Mm. Of any of the Jaws sequels? Yeah. So you're saying it's the best? Of the Jaws sequels, and I would say it's better than uh, but those are Jurassic all, World. But those are all bad movies. I also watched The Shape of Water back-to-back with this movie, and I would argue that this is better than The Shape of Water. That's insane. Shape of Water. I've seen The Shape of Water. And it's, it's a stupid movie. It's... it's not the best movie, but it's definitely not Jaws. I enjoy Jaws. The Revenge. The Revenge. It's not more Jaws Part 4. And definitely more than Jurassic World. I've because defi- Jurassic World just was trying to just, like for a fourth, it didn't wrap up anything. It didn't tie in the original in any meaningful way. It didn't focus on characters. Um, I would argue that the plot makes less sense. We're mm. not... I'm just saying, as far as trying to make the fourth installment of a series, which is more, a bigger deal now these days than it was when they made this. Rocky Four is better than this movie. Mm. Yeah, Rocky Four. I'd have to watch Rocky Four again. Halloween Four is better that. than this movie. Which one is Halloween Four? The fourth one. The Return of Michael Myers. Yeah, it's the one after it's Season the one of the Witch. Comes, it comes back. Is that the one with Paul Rudd in it? I don't think so. He's in one of those goddamn movies. I feel like it Jaws might be five. I think he's in Halloween five. Yeah, yeah. So this is, I I still don't understand why you like this movie. Like I get that you like that they it, tried. It has, but I feel like everyone tries. The closest to a, a sequel that honors the first movie was the shark motivated by revenge and bloodlust in the first movie. 
Did no, it just like specifically just, no, hate the Brody family? It's just a shark. No. Did it like read something? I don't. Uh, awkward silence. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Moment of awkward silence for Jaws: The Revenge. <laughs> I mean, I've, we've already I've agreed definitely... that it has the best death scenes of the sequels. It has the yeah, most true. character stuff. It's got the best. It has death again. Scene. It has an older female protagonist getting to fight a shark. Um, With uh, some, this is 1987, it, so she's her shoulder pad game. Yeah, oh yeah, is like it's NFL great. level. Yeah, she fucks yeah. my. It has welding sex. What other movie has welding sex in it than this? It's got some welding sex. Eight Mile. Oh, you're right. That has some welding <laughs> sex. Some in welding it. sex in Eight Mile. Is this in Eight Mile. Have Eight Mile heavily inspired by Jaws. Uh, Jaws Revenge. The Revenge. Yeah. Yeah. I just it's, find it's, it's weird. very safe to say that Eight Mile would not exist find... had Jaws Revenge not been made. Oh right. yeah, for sure. I've always called it Jaws the Revenge on Land. Yes. Mm-hmm. Eight Mile. Yeah. I find it weird that this movie gets so much shit when it is the best of the sequels. It's which I think we have proven here today. It's not regarded that way at all. I know it isn't. It's not regarded as the best of the sequels, and it should be. <laughs> the Jaws sequels almost shouldn't be regarded though. They're so bad. They're all bad. Yeah, they're all pretty bad. They're all really bad. I'd they're- say this one is it's not, it's not terrible. I, I, I enjoy this movie thoroughly. Again, the the fucking it's the caroling scene, the banana boat sequence. Those are, are both. Um, I would say, I would say the caroling, not the banana boat. The caroling is on par with something that could be in the original. I it's hate, hard comparing it to the original, like because the original is so fucking good. I genuinely hate that no one after that first death, no one important dies in this movie. And that felt like a misstep to me. Like, people need to die for this movie to no matter. One, no one important died in the original. Yeah, but the, the, like the swimmer, you can't compare this to the original Jaws. No, I like, would agree with I mean, that. Quint it's, dies. It's, that's, he's important. Yeah, but that's near the end. Yeah, and but like, still. Had, had we done, uh, again, had, yeah, Michael had Caine should have died. Well, Mario Van Peebles. See, here's the thing. Probably should have died because they establish his family. I think they, the they reason, reason to I think the reason nobody died and the reason all those reshoots happen is yes, they were going in with, oh, this is her dealing with her grief. And about halfway through, they were like, oh, this is going to make her grief so much worse if all these other people die too. So now we just have to make this a shark movie where no one dies. No one gets eaten. Which I would argue that means that it's just the Brody family won, right? Won against the sharks. And, By and, default. And, 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 it, and, it, and it does reflect the, because the original film, um, Quint dies and so you expect someone to die in this film so I would say it definitely goes against our expectations oh I take well it's not it's not filmed in an interesting way but the work the conceptually worse death in Jaws in the Jaws lexicon is in Jaws 3 is the guy that gets trapped in his mouth and crushed Oh yeah, that but is it's conceptually a, the worst. Sure, death. It's, it's not, also it's a not, giant shark. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not really filmed in an interesting way. Yeah that haunts you but like the idea of it is really oh yeah really it's a creepy terrible idea. <laughs> but it's not i wouldn't i wouldn't say there's any skill in the no no it's just but yeah that one's this is i didn't I, understand why when the son realized there was a shark down there why he didn't tell anyone that felt like a legitimate complaint on the family's behalf like why would he not say oh yeah mom you're right i think because he doesn't want to he's in the denial phase of his grief where he doesn't want to admit that he doesn't want his mom to worry is i think the reason he gives but it's like i don't know i think he's he's lying to himself at that point because it's ridiculous to think 
that this impossible thing is happening, that a shark family has taken revenge on his family and he is in a blood feud with sharks. Mm hmm. Which, frankly, is So awesome. you do admit that this is a movie about a shark wanting revenge. I don't think it's about <laughs> that. I think that's... Then the, why is it called that? It's because it's about her revenge on the shark. Okay. It's the switcheroo. They My want favorite part think, of that scene where the, the wife confronts him about not telling them the shark's out there. First of all, the daughter keeps going, yeah. and that's annoying. But also, Mario Van Peebles' wife yells at him more than anyone else in his family. Hmm. And like as he's walking out the door, she goes, why didn't you tell us? I thought that was his wife. No, that was Mario Van Peebles' wife. And it's like, you don't even have any kids, lady. Calm down. You weren't in the water. Because they were both there. And it's Mario Van Peebles' wife that screams. I always thought that was Lance Guest's wife that was yelling at him gonna have to go back and yeah i think it's mario van peoples because they're both in the room yeah and i think that's i think mario van peoples wife yells that when he's leaving mm-hmm. because the voices definitely seem different man i have to watch that you should this is my least this is my least favorite of the sequels to watch because it's boring it's the best one yeah it is it's incredibly it is boring, boring film it's a very boring movie if you find the relationships between human beings boring, sure. I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. When in, they're not being attacked, my, attacked by sharks, in my I sure do. In my shark movie, I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, this isn't the big chill. Like, it's not. <laughs> I think the big chill is a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. It would have been better with sharks, though. Eventually, if there shark. was a one, if sure. there was a fucking yeah, the shark in the big chill, yeah. it would be an incredible movie. Oh, man. So, I mean, I watch this movie all the time. I do watch this movie mm-hmm. regularly. What does that say about it? There are things about it that it's, I don't know, it's more nostalgic for me just because I watched all the sequels growing up. Um, but I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy watching the movie because it's bad. Like, I know it's bad. Yeah, it's just four. Uh, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, again, it's making the, it's the, I find it to be the best bad movie. Because it is a, a movie that's in a bad fucking situation of being Jaws 4. Someone uh, someone had to was tasked with making Jaws 4, and they were like, you know what? I might as well give it a shot and like yep. make the most interesting version of this I can that focuses on us, the characters of the Jaws franchise. Give a shark that the jet treats pack, it then. with respect. I will that give doesn't it- ironically make it lame or, or over the top. Like... It was someone trying to make a Jaws 4 that stayed true to the franchise so far, which is a huge and weird task to do. I will give it this. It is the fourth Jaws movie. Mm -hmm. So if that's what they were shooting for, they nailed that. They nailed. It is absolutely in the the timeline. It's number four. I would say that it it closes the book. On Jaws, very, very close. Certainly closed everyone, it for me. Everyone in the world agrees with you <laughs> that it closed the book on the Although Jaws Although I pitched franchise. to you my idea for Jaws 5. I do want to make a Jaws 5. I was thinking of writing a spec script and seeing if, like, uh, I don't know, if Spielberg would be interested. He made the new Indiana Jones. Why not make another Jaws? Yeah, I want to remake Jaws 3. Mm, I can see that. That is my pie in the sky ultimate aspiration it's the reason no. i do I wanna... all of this is i want to have enough money <laughs> to someday this is not a bit i want to have enough money someday to remake jaws 3 i can see that and just call it jaws 3 yeah no i want to make jaws 5 i want to follow um 
the the Brody's granddaughter there. She's the last Brody member there. Who would be? How old would that character be? Our age. Our age. Yeah, it's a perfect time. It's a perfect time to make Jaws five. It re- yeah, it really is. It really yeah. is. That we're due for another Jaws. Given movie. the political been, climate and mm-hmm. everything, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you could really make a, a real powerful. And Jaws has never been more relevant, exactly. than in 2018. Right. We're making freaking Jurassic World, and <laughs> might as well make Jaws five. Fuck it. Closing thoughts on Jaws: The Revenge. I am still not convinced. I, I did not enjoy this movie at all. I thought it was troublesome how how uh, how much I wanted everyone to die, and then they didn't. And die. then they just don't. <laughs> so it made you feel something frustration yeah yeah mm. <laughs> i think i don't i enjoy watching this movie but a lot of it is it's residual uh nostalgia like i said because this is a movie that i had damn near memorized at an age that was i was it was young enough that i didn't realize that movies could be bad like i just like enjoyed movies it's before i figured out that movies were bad right that bad movies existed so now i still watch it regularly and enjoy myself when i watch it but i recognize while simultaneously recognizing that it is a very boring movie and it is badly made. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I am very brave for talking about this. <laughs> Courageous. And I think that there's a lot of people listening who would agree with me and will, uh, you know, speak on that on social media and prove I mean, to you guys uh, Michael Caine's delightful how you're on the wrong it. side of uh, history. Yeah. I mean, well, he's he can't... delightful in everything. Yeah. yeah. It's Michael Caine. Yeah, exactly. Points for Michael Caine. It does get some points for Michael Caine. He's great, man. He's hokey. He's definitely the best part of the movie. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Uh, so Everybody it's just the rest of the movie. Is... <laughs> the movie around him is bad. Yeah. It's great. It's it a is great a movie. bad film. Uh, so now we're at the end. <laughs> Do you have anything to plug? Adam, you have anything you want to plug? Nah. You good? I'd like to plug um, Jaws the Revenge. Everybody go pick it up. It's on Amazon. Yeah. Um, you can get it like on Blu-ray. Yeah. I paid money to watch this. Yeah. Everybody oh, I own should the DVD. support it. So, should su- support <laughs> I it. I think I have it on Blu-ray. Support. Oh yeah, I have all the. I have all. Yeah, the, I got them all on Blu-ray. Support. Um, Jaws of Revenge. Yeah. Uh, Dave and I have a Patreon. We do. You guys should check that out. Patreon.com/slash/gamefullyunemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y. We do uh, board game streaming and stuff. Yeah, we're on Twitch as well, which is I think game gamefully underscore, underscore unemployed. unemployed. Yeah. We also do some podcasts over there. Mm-hmm. If you guys like the sound of our voices, we're not talking about Jaws Revenge. <laughs> I think I'm going to try to do a podcast just, just on Jaws Revenge. Revenge. Where we cover, yeah, we cover like, like that. T- two minutes at a time and break, really break it down. Really, yeah. really yeah. get surgical on Jaws Revenge. Uh, I like that. Seems worthy of it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done here. <laughs> I'm finished talking about this movie. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.